0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Indie Pioneers by Cosmetics Design Asia where we get to hear from some of the most fascinating independent beauty brands from Asia-Pacific. On this episode, my guest is Aman Mohunta, the co-founder of Indian skincare brand Amino. Aman is here to discuss the downside of following trends too closely and the international potential of its fellow local brands. Hello Aman, how is it going?
1: Hi, Amanda. I'm doing well. How are you? And thanks for having me on the podcast.
0: No, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. It's very nice to speak to you again.
1: Same here, same here. And always happy to share our story uh, with your audience.
0: I'm sure we'll have a lot to discuss today. But right now, I would like to go back to the start. I would like to hear your origin story and how you came to start, Aminu. Actually, you know what? Were you always in the beauty industry? I, I actually haven't really asked you that before.
1: No, so uh, I'm a very, very newcomer in the beauty industry and Amino happens to be my first uh, venture uh, in the larger uh, beauty space and the reason for me to shift from what I was doing earlier uh, to come into the exciting beauty space uh, was my co-founder and her vision uh, for a skincare uh, company like India.
0: I see, I see. So uh, I'm actually very interested to know, you know, when because cause you, you mentioned that you weren't from the beauty market, right? I, I just want to know, you know, what were your first observations, your first impressions of the beauty industry?
1: What I felt was, uh, and maybe this might be a little unpopular answer, that most of the indie brands that we see coming up in India are all trying to capture the trends that they see uh, from the data side, social media, and what people are asking for. So it's, it's, it's heavily, heavily demand-driven, but at Aminu, we strongly feel, and the reason we started Aminu was, uh, at the end of the day, skincare has to be backed by science. We're dealing with the largest organ in our body, so all lot of it also should be driven by what the science says, what the latest research in the field of dermatology and ingredient science is uh, talking about.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, it's beauty is very a very trend driven market, and um, you know so nowadays a lot of people are asking like, you know, what's hot on TikTok. You know, it seems like a lot of things are are dictated by TikTok right now nowadays.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when you talk to uh, like a lot of influencers and people who are trying to create content, somewhere in the private conversations, you feel that it might it, at times it starts getting into a spiral where nobody knows where it started from, and a lot of times there is no scientific uh, basis for the trends that are going around. For example, uh, suddenly there will be these waves. For example uh last year some celebrity in india started using niacinamide so everybody thought that niacinamide would solve all their skin problems
0: ah, yes, and yes,
1: uh, yes. this <laughs> my belief like forget my experience in the beauty market at least one thing i know is there is no miracle ingredient or there is no miracle solution in the world
0: yeah so I guess that's also a problem with a problem with with what how trends start, right? It, it like you mentioned, right? You don't know where it starts, it snowballs and there's not enough like uh, education in a way and then that's a like that. yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I see. So was it tough to start a brand sort of like without trying to follow the trends?
1: It is. Uh, I guess it is always difficult because when you are riding a trend, you're always able to uh, capture uh, some of those moments and get those early sales growth in numbers, growth in popularity uh, but when you're trying to sort of not follow the trend, break away from it it takes time to educate people to uh, make them hear you, especially when you're an indie brand, you don't have a big corporate house backing you with millions of dollars in marketing budgets uh, that, that becomes a challenge but uh, honestly I think uh, Prachi, my co-founder, and I enjoy being the David in, David in the David and Goliath kind of a situation. Ah,
0: Brilliant, fantastic. So will you say that like education is kind of the biggest challenge facing brands like yourself today?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And especially so uh, given there is so much of misinformation uh, on uh, Instagram and internet in general. Uh, just last weekend, I was talking to a very senior dermatologist. Uh, from New Delhi in India. and she was also herself like so perplexed that people come to her after like educating themselves on Instagram about skincare. Ah. And I think that's what we are trying to break by being very honest and very focused on the product rather than everything else about skincare.
0: Yeah, misinformation is one of the biggest things that uh, brands like yourself come on the podcast and we talk about, you know, we talk about misinformation in, in terms of like ingredients. We talk about misinformation yes. in things like sustainability. A lot, of, a lot of brand founders go through kind of this, this problem and try to combat it. Considering that you didn't build yourself on trends, you know, do you, how long do you think it, it took you the process to kind of like stabilize and get yourself known in the market?
1: So I think that process is still going on where uh, more and more people are finding about us with every passing day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would not uh, honestly say that the process is complete and we've established ourselves. Uh-huh. Uh, but at least uh, we started getting uh, early traction uh, within uh, five to six months. So we oh. started in March 21, after which uh, immediately the country went into uh, the second lockdown and the second wave hit so we came out of that sometime in august and 3 4 months into that we saw uh, people recognizing us we started getting traction for our formulas and uh, so on and so forth
0: and what do you think of, what do you think is it about your brand that that, that your consumers love
1: the uh, high quality ingredients that we are bringing out uh, bringing from all over the world and making them accessible to the indian audience uh, mm-hmm. things like copper tripeptide uh, uh, gallic acid derivatives are uh, and so on and so forth and these were the ingredients that before us you could only buy from European American dance So see. I think that's one thing that is being appreciated that yes uh, Now these ingredients are also easily available in India without being a bomb second. I think uh, the other thing we are doing is uh, We creating these products because skincare ultimately is also a lot about sensory you are ultimately putting it on your skin. So our formulas are typically designed right now for a tropical weather that you would see in India or Southeast Asia. Ah, so I see, I see. those are the two things that we very carefully uh, taken into uh, consideration. And third of course, uh, these ingredients making them available in a concentration which is right for the uh, regional uh, skin tone and uh, the other uh, uh, physiological aspects of the skin
0: well uh, i would like to add that also your brand looks really cool like, it's got great packaging i love the visuals thank it looks you. like it looks like something you see in a, on an it girls you know bathroom selfie
1: <laughs> thank you thank you so much
0: clean but also it's it's got a bit of a, an edge to it which i think it's really cool
1: so that that's exactly what we are going for is like uh, when i was saying earlier that we want to bring skin health uh as the core focus of skincare rather than vanity but at the same time we don't want to make it like us as, as serious as probably going to a pharmacy and uh, taking up medicines right so that that's why uh we wanted to at least make the packaging the entire sensory of how it feels how it smells to be cool and like you said a little funky
0: I would like to know a bit more about your product development. You know, what is your process like? Because it it can't be easy if, you know, if you're not following trends and, you know, you have to, like, kind of be ahead of the market. You know, what what informs your product development? What's that process like? So there
1: are two, three constant streams of research that are happening in amino. One is skin science, right? Uh, the the, uh, concerns that have been there for a long time, like pigmentation, aging, issues which are now gaining sort of uh, are becoming widespread like increasing sensitivity and stuff like that. So there is a constant research going on on in terms of what what are the ailments that are happening in the skin, what are the reasons for those things. Uh, For example now it's pretty well known that aging happens because of uh, reduction in collagen uh, density in your skin. So similarly, my team is constantly researching, okay, why are so many people complaining about sensitivity today? What is really at the core of it? At the same time, the second stream of research is happening on what are the latest ingredients, molecules being developed within the realm of clean beauty, uh, preferably nature derived, which can solve these problems. What are the clinical studies backing those ingredients? And then the third step becomes is, You try to sort of uh, source those ingredients, uh, test them, create stable products out of them which then also fulfill uh, the other checkboxes and that's how then you uh, launch the first variants. Then testing, then market uh, feedback. Aminu as a brand, uh, we are also working with uh, the salon industry in India. So in addition to our home care products, we also have a a significant professional uh, treatment range which then automatically gives us access to on the ground people who are dealing with skin issues day in day out and we get a lot of our information from there instead of uh, uh, Google or social media.
0: Well let's just move on to talk about you know the, 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 wider, the bigger picture. What do you think of the Indian beauty market today and, and how exactly do you see that market evolving you think?
1: I think the beauty market in India is at sort of it's, 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 it's uh, exploding right now. Maybe a little too much uh, at this stage. Uh, but too definitely...
0: much? Is there really such a thing as too much? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, I think there's a little too much of this uh, trend-driven uh, products that are coming up in the market day in and day out. Uh, what I would really prefer to see is more and more brands coming in with uh, research-driven capabilities uh, rather than just sort of the focus on marketing, but I, I I think the more exciting part about what's happening right now is there is a significant uh, difference in awareness around uh, skincare today than what it was in pre-COVID days. I think the one one and a half years that people uh, spent at home and did not have a lot to do, uh, they focused a lot on educating themselves about. Uh, uh, self-care taking care of their health and skincare automatically became a part of Mm, it i
0: i guess i understand why that's exciting it's it makes it more difficult for brands that want to come in and just you know pretend they know what they're talking about because your consumer is just so much more informed and they are demanding for so much more
1: absolutely absolutely and I, i think one of the key things that makes me excited is today people in india are not at all Uh, Sort of scared to ask the brand about, hey, what are you giving me, what's in it, what will do for my skin and so on and so forth. There we get so many DMs on Instagram on a daily basis asking about us ingredients, they'll share their own concerns, talk to us. So I think people have started investing a lot more time uh, in skincare, both as preventive as well as curative. And I think that will then open up scale as the economy grows up, as people have more spending power. Uh, I think uh, skincare and personal care market in general is going to do amazingly well in India.
0: Well another thing interest exciting about India is that there are there are overseas brands trying to get there as well. And most recently I think one of the biggest ones is the ordinary oh, yeah. is really trying to push your way into yeah. India.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I, I don't remember but I read somewhere uh in, on the internet that they've allocated a huge budget just for the launch marketing in India and you can see that on the ground.
0: Mm, how, how do you feel about that actually
1: great again uh, I, I feel uh, skincare market is a space where it will never be about one or two brands it will never be a monopoly or a duopoly there'll always be space for uh, a lot of brands in any country and each brand at the end of the day is uh, helping each other by creating awareness about skincare as Definitely. a habit in general
0: yeah and the ordinary is really great about about educating consumers
1: yes 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 so i think uh, all of this will uh, help us uh, somewhere uh, down the line
0: yeah but well, i really like exploring in this beauty market i just find it so exciting like you mentioned right it's exploding and there's some really good brands i've met some really great brands and founders like yourself but you know and and now that you know i mentioned foreign brands that are trying to get into india but what do you think about the global potential of your you and your fellow indian brands are you guys ready for the international stage? you think
1: i think there is a huge potential uh, globally for uh, indian skincare brands uh, because one india does enjoy a very good reputation across the world and uh, other than india globally people uh, are looking at skincare more and more but i think for us, Aminu and other brands to be able to uh, make a mark or create that space on a global scale, we will really be, have to be original. We can't be a rip-off of any international brand and then expect to do well globally also. So I think originality will at the end of it, very, very important. And I do see there are a lot of brands uh, who have taken that route of being original uh, and creating their own space. So yes, definitely in the next 4-5 years, I see a couple of brands, hopefully including Amino, are uh, doing very well on the international stage. We
0: are seeing some brands from like Europe or, or the US um, or you know other other countries that are you know uh, developing kind of like Ayurvedic skincare brands.
1: Now, like for us, at, for us in India, to assume that oh we sort of have some sort of, sort of a uh, patent on Ayurveda and only Indians can take Ayurveda to the world is also a misnomer now. So, exactly,
0: so that's what you mean by originality, yeah, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And, and there are already a couple of Indian brands which have sort of set the tone for uh, Ayurveda across the world. First essential being one, Kama Ayurveda yes. being the other mm-hmm. one. So mm-hmm. you, you you can't be just like now about Ayurveda and think that you'll become a global brand.
0: You guys are trying to, to break into the Middle East right now, right?
1: Yes, so uh, we, the uh, plans are already in the pipeline. Uh, we did. Uh, we've been doing uh, on the ground research uh, since last October, and uh, very soon in the next uh, uh, couple of quarters, you will see us launching in uh, UAE, and then from there to Saudi Arabia.
0: Right. Is there any other markets that you are interested in?
1: So, uh of, and like I said, after Middle East, the focus uh, will be Southeast Asia. Uh, ah, so, my bet Yeah, that's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we in in fact. Uh, We are a platform we uh, did launch our products in Aminu last year, uh, though not in a big way. uh, But the most encouraging part for us in that uh, experiment uh, in Singapore was that we got a lot of good feedback and acceptance from the uh, non-Indian origin audience uh, in Singapore, uh, which gave us the confidence that yes, we are moving in the right direction and have been able to create formulas. That uh, show results not only for the Indian skin type but uh, wider uh, skin type in uh, general. See The other thing I think what the Singapore experiment taught us, and a lot of other brands who were part of it, was that uh, even though you might get away with a lot of things uh, in India when it comes to uh, product, the same might not be true in markets like Singapore, Australia, Europe, US, Middle East, where the regulatory requirements also far stringent. For example, if I'm saying I'm putting hyaluronic acid in my product, it can't be just namesake at 0001 percent I think things like that will also help uh, the Indian uh, players evolve a lot more.
0: Are there any other indie beauty brands that you admire?
1: Yeah. And um, why? No, no, definitely. So there's this uh, brand called uh, Natural Logic. Uh, we like them a lot, again, because of their formulas and the way they are thinking about skincare, trying to use a lot of Nature and natural derived ingredients uh, to solve uh, skincare problems.
0: Fantastic! Well, thank you so much, Aman. Like I just, I had a lot of fun speaking to you, and we, I think we discussed some really interesting things. And I, like I, I'll say again, I really appreciate your honesty.
1: <laughs> My pleasure, and, and and I hope I was able to add some value, uh, that uh, so that your audience also likes to. Uh,
0: this I video. am sure you did. I am sure you did. Thank you so much, Aman. You know, will we see more new things from AmiNu coming up soon?
1: So, uh, we are uh, very close to officially launching our uh, SPF. We're already done with the pilot batch of production, just given it to a few people, a focused group for testing, giving us feedback. And uh, I think within October, we will officially launch it in the market as well.
0: Fancy- well you got to let me know first, all right?
1: Absolutely. I
0: will definitely be looking out for it. Thank you so much. This has been Amanda for CosmeticsDesignAsia.com. Join me again in the next episode for more conversations with beauty's indie pioneers.